This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Joel Schaub at Guaranteed Rate. As a realtor, it's important to partner with only the most trusted name in mortgage lending. Joel has thousands of satisfied clients and gives $1,500 of his commission back to your buyers on every closing. He is known for his ability to close even complex deals start to finish in only 14 days. To learn what thousands of others already know, make a note to call Joel at 773-654-2049 or email joel at rate.com. Guaranteed Rate is an equal housing lender license in all 50 states consumer access number 2611 and now on with the show Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Keeping It Real, the largest podcast in the country made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name, as always, is DJ Paris. I am your guide. I'm your host through the show. And today, once again, is our monthly series, Learn with a Lender, with Joel Schaub from Guaranteed Rate. Now, uh, let me tell you about Joel if you're new to our show. Joel is the Vice President of Lending at Guaranteed Rate, and he's been doing loans at a high level since 2003. And he's got to that level because of specifically what he does for agents and buyers, which is that he gives back part of his commission to the buyer on every transaction. Now, last year alone, Joel gave, Joel gave back over $291,000 in closing costs to buyers who worked with him. And that puts Joel's volume in the top one-tenth of 1% 1 of all loan officers nationwide. There's over 400,000 loan officers in the country. Joel is ranked number 100 and 37. Uh, this year, to date, he has done 306 transactions. Uh, that is this highest amount he's ever done in his entire career year to date. And that has put him um, just under 111 million in production for the year. He's on pace to close out 2020 at over 500 transactions. Now, if you're looking for a loan officer, we could not more highly recommend Joel. He's the very, very best we've ever worked with. Joel can be reached. And by the way, no matter what state you're in, Joel would love to talk to you. So anywhere in the United States, ha reach out to him if you're looking for a lender. He can be reached at joel at rate.com. Again, joel at rate.com. Or you can shoot him a text message or call him directly at 773-654-2049. Let's say hello to the biggest Cubs fan I know, Joel Schaub. Hey, thanks so much, DJ. And all those numbers, none of it means anything. I really love this where we can give back, we can teach agents and actually have a conversation. So it was cool to hear all the numbers. And sometimes when I hear them, like 500 transactions in a year, years ago, I would never think that I could actually get there. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And I know you've been doing this for, for 17 years now, and I, I'm, I'm just curious because we didn't talk about this ahead of time, um, but I'm curious, are you basically doing the same activity today? I know you're doing a lot more activity, but is it the same daily discipline that you've been doing for the previous since you started? Is it the same, you know, reaching out and staying in touch and providing great customer service or, or have things changed at all? It's changed some. Yeah, it certainly has over the years. The core fundamentals really that actually get me excited to to wake up is that conversation with the borrowers. It's like a puzzle, right? And it's learning and teaching and going through because every scenario is different. 
and that's what makes the challenge fun. Just like real estate agents, no two borrowers are the exact same and no two sellers are the exact same. So on a day-to-day -day basis, the thing that actually keeps me going is that I'm going to speak with somebody and actually help them. It's not just pushing papers and it's not just numbers, but at the end of the day, we're getting them into homes and that's where they're going to raise kids and have a family. And those are the things that as cheesy as it sounds like I just sent a message to my staff last week saying this, I got a, like a great review. And I said, guys, look at this means something. This is important. What you guys all do actually is providing value. So be proud of what you're doing. So yeah, it's changed some when you get to this number of transactions, but I speak to every single borrower. There's nobody that just gets passed off to my team. Yeah. And I can tell you, I am actually uh, working with Joel myself right now because I'm in the process of, of buying a property and I have worked with other lenders in the past many years ago. And I had, I thought, you know, reasonably good experiences with them, but I don't know that I really ever talked to them on the phone as I'm starting to think about it. Like maybe I had a quick phone conversation, but I don't remember. And uh, when I was working with Joel, and so I can actually vouch for how great Joel is. Not only have I sent people to Joel and he's done a great job because my, uh, my agents and clients who we we work with have told me that. However, I have personally experienced it. And so we're, when I was in the process of it, Joel called me and he said, okay, we're going to have an education session. I want to explain to you exactly how everything works. And, uh, and it was really cool because I was able to, to take it in. And I was like, and I thought, has anyone ever had that conversation with me? And I thought, no, they really haven't. So if you are, you don't have a great lender, uh, I, I put my money where my mouth is and I, I, and, uh, I trust in Joel as well. So I just wanted to make that point to the listeners. And we take the time to actually go through that. And as agents, yeah. that's what you should be doing as well. If I'm a real estate agent, I'm not so excited just to get the transaction signed. What I want to do is we're never too busy to take the time so that the borrower, the seller, whoever that you are working with understands everything. And that requires that you understand everything. Okay. We're professionals. We get paid like surgeons, right? And so you can't just half-ass it. If you're going to make it to the next level, you really need to understand it so well that you can teach it and that's how your business will grow. And you don't have to be an expert, but you can't not know the steps in the process. So that's the one thing if you want to take it to the next level is really stop selling and start educating. And those people that you're working with, they're going to start referring your business. It, there's no mistake. They see good service because it's very rare that a buyer or a seller or speaks to one agent. They're probably speaking to other people. Sure. And if course. you can differentiate yourself, you're going to get those referrals and that's it. That's the number and, and, one thing. And I will say, uh, and I'll say this as well, is that I got a few backup offers myself for only if guaranteed rate decided that, you know, maybe I wasn't a good fit. So I was like, I better get a backup offer just in case. And I will tell you, I actually got two because I thought just in case that second one doesn't go there, I better have a third. <laughs> and I reached out to two. No, I, I reached out randomly. I didn't pick a specific loan officer. I just went to a couple financial institutions that have great reputations. Uh, and I said, just in case I better have a backup plan. Here. So, so I did that. And I will tell you, I did get a call from both of the loan officers, uh, the, the sort of backup plans. I got one phone call. I sent them everything and both have completely disappeared. And I did not tell them, oh, I ended up going with guaranteed rate. Um, but they wouldn't know that. And this was a healthy sized loan. I'm guessing a loan they would want to close and absolutely disappeared. I was completely shocked. 
so this is why I work with Joel. <laughs> Let's dive in, guys. I want to provide some value here today. So you guys have me on because we talk about mortgages. And so the number one thing that people talk about with mortgages is rates. All right. Where are rates? We hear that they're low, but we've heard they've come up some. So let's have a conversation right now just so that we can be, if we're an agent listening to this, knowing where the market is and what does that actually mean for buying power. Great. So 50-year lows are what we see about three or four weeks ago. We literally saw 30-year fixed rates get into the upper mid-two range for 30 right. years, which, let me see if we can do this. Like a, It's the explosion, right? It's the holy cow. Somebody's going to lend me money. It's, <laughs> it's not 0%, right? But, but it it's is, almost. <laughs> it, it quite literally is almost free. Uh, I would have lost a pretty si- a sizable bar bet a couple of years ago, if I would have said 30 year fixed rates would ever have two point anything, Amazing. we'd only seen one time in history where they were three point anything. Uh, and then here we are. So 30 year fixed rates, if you have 740 credit, and 20% down, you're getting a rate in the twos. Okay. Even low down payment folks, if you're utilizing FHA's first time home buyer benefit, a 30 year fixed rate there is 2.75%. If you are planning to only be in the home for a short period of time or you're older and you want to do a 15 year fixed rate, those rates literally are between 2.25% and 2.5%. And that's a fixed rate for life. 15 years, the property's paid off and you're paying rates at two and a half percent or below. We've seen these all tick up a little bit. And here's the takeaway. They're still crazy low, okay? So here's the next thing. As agents, don't get in this trap of working with lenders that scare your buyers into, oh, you better hurry up and buy because rates are gonna go up. Right. Buyers are gonna buy. And if you scare them and you use these like high pressure sales tactics, you're going to never get referrals from these people. So uh, they lenders will say rates are going to go up because of insert whatever reason, the election, the cure for COVID, these types of things. But the fact of the matter is we have months and months and months of low rates ahead for sure. You can, We'll look back a year from now, and I'll tell you, the feds are not raising rates. They literally said this, DJ, and I quote, they said, we are not even thinking about thinking about raising rates, end quote. Oh, okay? That's great. So that means for the most part, most buyers are going to see those 30-year fixed rates hover either just below 3% or just above 3% for at least 18 months. And so recently in the news, um, we've also saw that refinance rates have, have ticked up a tiny bit as well. Um, and and I, it's funny, I was asking Joel ahead of time because I saw this in a news article because I believe, <laughs> I believe way too much of what I read. And I said, oh, it must be that they're looking to slow, the Fed is looking to slow down um, the number of applications for refinance so that these lending institutions can, can, can handle all the volume. And I came in and said, DJ, I love you, but you're dead wrong, <laughs> right? And that's okay yeah. because a lot of people think that. And yeah. so then I made this uh, with my hands. I did like the dollar, you know, like it was a money grab, okay? Yeah. And so let's talk about that. And the fact of the matter is rates didn't go higher for refinances. The cost to get the rate 
went up for refinances. Gotcha. Okay? So what they said was there's going to be a 50 basis points increase in the cost right. to refinance loans for a short period of time. And that's what they said, a short period. We don't know when that will ever get rolled back. But what we find is once they find a way to pass along a fee, it's pretty hard for them to roll it back. So we'll see. Right. So this is the way it works. A 50 basis points increase in the cost to refinance loans means on a $300,000 transaction, the cost just went up by $1,500. Which and that's is a not sizable. A it's a lot. And so what do most banks do? They're going to pass that through. They pass it through. My company is not exempt for the first nine days. We ate it. Okay. So we covered the cost of that and going forward because all of the loans that will be delivered after September 1st are subject to that 50 basis points cost. So the feds didn't do that to help us slow down the uh, drinking out of the fire hose of the refinance. They did it because there's more money coming into the tunes of literally hundreds of millions of dollars now. And the fed Right now for Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, they're both in conservatorship, which means the funnel of the money that comes in is actually going directly to the treasury. So they're not in a way, uh, they're publicly traded, but none of the profits are going back to the shareholders. Oh, interesting. So well, as an agent and as a listener, we, you might be saying, well, I don't really care about refinances. Mm -hmm. I, I'm an agent. I want to help people buy and sell homes. And I would say that is absolutely true. And what a great opportunity still, because rates are still low for refinance to reach out to everyone you know. And, and Joel said at the very beginning, be an educator, be a consultant, be the one that brings ideas to the table. Call every client you've ever had who you believe still has a mortgage and say, I don't know when the last time you've explored, you know, checking rates and seeing what your payment is, but it's still a great time and opportunity to, you know, talk to your lender and see if a refinance makes sense. Because in my experience as, as being a homeowner in the past is lenders do not call me to do that. Um, it has to come from me either seeing it on the news when I was outside of real estate or now that I'm in real estate, I see it more and more easily. But uh, I never got that phone call and I would have appreciated and loved that phone call. And so as agents, our listeners, you can be that hero and say, you know, I don't know if you'd even save any money, but we should take a look at that. And let me see if I can help you with that. I love that as an agent. If I was an agent right now, I'd be oh. taking my database of the last two years yep. and quite literally just making the phone calls on a Saturday or Sunday and saying, I was just thinking of you. Okay. I just wanted to connect because you know in the news that the rates are low, but let me actually help you on how to do that. Remember when Jim helped you with the mortgage and everything went great? I want you to call him back right now. And I want to see if you can get a time on his books so that he can run the payments to see what you would save. Because it probably does make sense to refinance the mortgage. And even though right now there are costs to do so, you're probably going to keep that home for a while. We talked about it. So let's see if we can get that payment down. So go as an agent. This isn't a sales pitch for me. Go have them right. call the lender that they worked with. And the right. lender right now is not calling them. Right. They're not. They are too busy. Right. So you got to make sure that you're proactive and say, Jim helped you out, you know, Jim mortgage man at the bank that really got us to the table. Let's make sure that you work with him because he already has most of your docs. It'll be very easy for him to finance uh, or do a refinance for you, but he should run the numbers and then you can make an educated decision. Now what you're doing as an agent is you're providing value and you're not just calling them and saying, Hey, do you have any friends or family that want my services? That's the right. best referral. No, 
provide yeah. the value. And right. actually, you're going to save thousands of dollars right now. So it's a great opportunity. And it just sounds like this. Here's the script. Whoever you're calling, you're saying, I hope you're doing well. You know when the news rates are low. Did you think about connecting back with the mortgage man who helped you or woman to make sure that you get on their books to do a refinance review? The rates truly are low. I know we got a great rate. The rates are lower than that now. Yeah, it's that simple. And, and again, you're, you, are, you have this opportunity to almost be a bit of a hero to somebody who is, maybe they know rates are low. We just assume, ah, they know rates are low. They're going to call their mortgage person. They are busy. They, are, they have their own professional lives. They have their own families. They have their own, you know, they're busy with their own lives. They're probably not realizing to do this. Um, and again, if they've already done it, you say, great, next time I have another idea, I'll give you a call as well. That's simple. And also, it's not as hard as a purchase, right? So sometimes you're hesitant because, oh, it was, it was a little bit of a pain in the ass, right? There's, right? You're borrowing a couple hundred grand, they're asking you for documentation, right? So unless you have a perfectly smooth transaction, sometimes you're hesitant to call. Don't hesitate. You're providing value. Most homeowners don't even understand what a refinance is. And it's very simple for them to actually get on the books schedule the paperwork and do an analysis because if you've already owned the house, you don't need an attorney. You can typically close in 30 to 45 days, even in this market. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I know you also wanted to talk about team building. So let's, let's dive into that. Well, as agents right now, you know, we've had a kind of a strange couple of months, right? And so people are like, well, some people have let people go depending on what market they're in. Some people sure. are hiring. So my focus is not hiring for what you need now. It's planning for the future, right? right? What are we going to be doing 12 months from now and 18 months from now? And if you can hire good people, put them in place, that's how you're going to grow. So in the last uh, two weeks, I've hired three new staff members for my team, specifically knowing where I want to go. And we're going to have about 500 transactions closed year to date uh, from January to December. And that's mind blowing in my own world thinking how 500 deals, that's a closing and a half every single day, even on Saturdays and Sundays, which nobody's closing. And that's not good enough. I want to take it to the next level, right? And I want to provide the value. And so looking ahead, I'm thinking that we're going to have somewhere between six and 700 transactions the following year and staffing and getting people in place for that. DJ, you understand that all too well. I do. I remember 10 years ago when, when you started here with my, with our company, we only had three realtors. Today we have over 700 and, you know, I never in a million years thought we'd get to 700 and it doesn't make us special. We're not. Um, but we just, I just kept, keep my head down, kept my head down, did the same thing every single day, uh, reached out, tried to provide value just like Joel. And, um, and here we are. So, uh, what, what a, what a nice, uh, what, but it doesn't happen overnight. And if you can just find those daily disciplines, um, whether it's connecting to people in your database, going out and meeting some new people, adding them to your database, staying in touch, being a consultant, you know, really being gracious, uh, grateful for, to talk to anyone, you, you will build a fantastic business as a real estate agent. But let's talk about teams. So I know this is, this is a big passion of yours because you're in the process of expanding your own team. Uh, so I speak to every single buyer or seller in a transaction if I'm working on the transaction, but I have a staff, so I've created a system. We have the mortgage down. 
we can close deals in two weeks, I have that. Now I wanna build the front end where I'm actually helping and actually doing the refinances that we talked about. Because my focus for this period of time right now was helping real estate agents get their deals done because they don't care about refinances. Right. And most banks have taken the time and just cluttered their pipeline with refinance transactions, which what happened? It took longer for buyers to close, right? If you've, unless you've been under a rock, it's taken longer since March 17th to get a deal through the pipeline. So I made sure that I had two different paths. I made sure that our purchase business still stayed on that two week turn time so that when I get a contract, two weeks later, we have a clear to close and we can close in three weeks. But I let the refinance business go. I literally wasn't taking on as many clients because I wanted to gain that market share. So whatever it is that you're doing that you want to start to gain market share, figure out how to delegate, figure out who would be great in those roles and always hire good people. And I know it's hard because you got to spend money, but you'll never take it to the next level without spending. And we spend like crazy. We, we don't do 500 transactions by just sitting back and uh, keeping all the money. You got to reinvest in your business. And the number one thing you can do is hire good people and figure out where they're going to go. Yeah, I think that's very true. I mean, we, we do that as well. I started out and I was, um, I started calling agents, cold calling agents 10 years ago saying, please join our company. We'd love to have you. And I got to the point where I was too busy to make those calls. And now I have a team of, of five cold callers who, who do that for me and call agents and say, Hey, if you're thinking about switching firms, we'd love to chat with you. And it's, it's that, and, and I, I have gone through probably 20 people over the years. And now I have the, the best five people ever for that particular role. Uh, but you have to invest in your business. You have to think about where do you want to grow and what do you need to be able to get to that level? Because you probably can't do it all yourself. And I know you read the books and you think and you hear the things like dream big, but you really have to. You got to think about that next level. And even if you're brand new to the business and it's not about hiring, okay, I fully get that. You sure. might be listening to me and I want to get to 12 transactions for the year. And so it's in one ear, out the other. I'm not hiring. I'm just trying to survive, right? Yeah. So for those agents, what can you do just to get one more referral from the people that you're working with? Okay. One extra referral. What are you doing to actually ask for that business? Okay. And it comes from actually being confident in yourself that you're teaching, you're helping and you're educating and you're not just selling. If you can take the time and actually know that you've done a good job, that you're providing value, it's really easy then to say, if you know somebody that yeah. needs my service, please refer me. But so many people kind of bumble through the transaction. They don't take the time to learn. They're just looking for the next paycheck. And those are the agents I've seen a big dichotomy right now. Who's taking it to the next level and who's still struggling? It's the people that are actually teaching, helping, and educating are taking it to the next level. And the ones that weren't doing that aren't getting the referrals right now. And I have, I have a little script people can use to ask for a referral in a way. In fact, you can even do this before the transaction closes to set yourself up for a referral. 
And it would be something of, uh, in the lines of, hey, Mr. or Mrs. Client, um, just so you know, I try to spend 100% of my day helping my existing clients like yourself. It, it, because of that, I try to spend almost none of my day marketing to find new business. And I rely upon my existing clients to help spread the word. So only if I do a good job for you would I ever expect you to do that. But my intention is to do such a great job for you that you can't help but tell everyone uh, about what I offer. And I just want you to keep that in mind as, I, as we go through this. I love that. And it's probably people hear that and they go, oh, I could never say that. Well, take the extra steps to make sure you're actually doing what you should be doing as a professional, and then it'll become easier. And maybe you don't do that for every single transaction, but if you can start doing that on a couple of transactions, your business definitely will grow. And that's the reason we do these podcasts. We really want the agents on here learning something and getting something out of this because you've grown it, okay? And you didn't know I was going to do this, but congratulations. You've really no, grown the viewership. <laughs> There's so many people that tune into this and I see people email me. They go, I know I've seen you somewhere. <laughs> and I think it was that podcast. And so you've done a really good job. And what DJ does is he stays consistent. Anybody can start doing something, but you do it on a regular basis. You just got out of the gym. I you just, look good, if but I, you if were sweaty I stood before. up right now, I, I'm completely covered in sweat. <laughs> I ran from it. the gym just to do this podcast, um, which probably means I need better uh, time management. But it, it, it goes to Joel's point of consistency. Joel yeah. is the same way. When Joel, when, when I see Joel at an event, uh, a real a realtor event, everybody knows Joel. And it's not because he's so personable that everyone, I mean, he is very personable, but the reality of it is he does the work. He goes around, he talks, he's there. He's there for me and my and my um in my own transaction and and you know um i suspect you know the fact that we're friends is, is a good thing but at the end of the day it felt very much like oh joel is going to educate me on this transaction and this is what you need in the professionals that you surround yourself with and then what's also what you need to do in your own business because if you can be a consultant if you can actually provide value you will have so much business you won't know what to do with it you're exactly right. It's that giving back and leading. When I go around the room, it's never, hey, send me your people. It's not right. what can you do for me. I'm literally, and I make notes. And at the end of it, I see how I can help those agents in specific areas. Do they have a new listing that I could go help promote? Do they have an open house coming up where I could provide food and drink from my company? Do they have a buyer that had a, a mortgage guy who dropped the ball where I could pick it up and close that transaction and make their day. Those are the types of things. And as an agent, what can you do to provide value? You will grow. It's not about what you get. It's about what you give. And so it wouldn't be a keeping it real podcast without talking about giving back. So before we go, I always want to recap uh, what I have done to grow the business. And it was simple. Like I'm not brilliant. <laughs> far from it. I just took something that I was passionate about and marketed around that. So I live in Chicago. I live really close to where the Cubs play baseball at Wrigley Field. And I've marketed that area. And I've just stayed consistent within a few block radius so that you can't drive down a street without seeing my silly face on a billboard. You can't go past a lot of listings without seeing financing signs up. And so, and I do all of my social media around the Chicago Cubs. So find out what it is for you, whether it's maybe a mommy daddy group online, maybe it's a, you have a dog group, maybe it is a neighborhood. What can you do that's authentic to you that you can talk about 
and grow your business organically. Don't be fake about any of it. Just find something that you actually like and build your brand around that and then figure out who you can give back to. So giver's game. Yeah. And, and for everyone who's listening, if you're a realtor and you're like, well, I'm not part of an, uh, an organization, I'm not really involved. Okay. Understood. You can learn to get involved, but you know what you can do right now? Go to your local restaurant, walk in to your favorite local restaurant and say, Hey, I bet you guys are still struggling a bit right now. They will say, yes, we, every restaurant is struggling. Say it, would it be okay if I do, if I donate, you know, $50 or you don't have to donate any, but can I do a little giveaway for my, my, my viewers or my contact list? And is it, would it be okay to, to give a little gift certificate? And can we promote that? And if I send that to you, do you mind sharing it with your social media followers? They will be absolutely honored and thrilled. It costs you $50. And if you don't have that, no big deal. But think about ways you can give back to your community, like Joel was saying. And if you can do that, boy, you will make a name for yourself as you know, anyone, anyone that's going out and trying to help make things better is, is going to win. Yeah, you're giving back and you're being seen as being charitable, okay? And that's important. You need to be seen as being charitable, but it has to come from the heart. You can't just do it and hope to get business from it. If you do it and you actually care, if you give in the universe, it does come back to you. It really does. So in those first couple of weeks of COVID, we donated thousands of dollars. I was doing $100 a day to restaurants and we did it for 30 straight days. And then at the end, we did another big $1,000 donation. So we did this in our local area to the restaurants and people saw it and it was consistent. And that's the thing that you can do is you don't need to do it for 30 damn days. <laughs> if you do it once or twice, people see. And the next time it looks as though you really have your act together. And the next time somebody, you know, when it's, they go, well, Jim and Susie were really giving things away when times were tough. Now that I want to list my house, they're the people I want to go to. So it means something. So give back, find ways that it, it can come from you as being genuine and you'll grow the business. And then next time when I'm on, we're going to go through some of the things that I've been doing this summer so okay. that you guys can literally steal real ideas. Like I'm an open playbook. I'll give you all the tips that I've been doing to get to these number of transactions. So that's a little uh, teaser for next time that I'm on. Perfect. Well, what a great, what a great teaser for, mm -hmm. for next time. Great place to wrap up. Uh, what we want to do is always remind ever, all of our listeners, if you are not working with a lender that really takes great care of you, educates you, helps give back to the client, gives back to the community, and is there, most importantly, doesn't drop the ball. Like the other two lenders I needed backup uh, plans with, both drop the ball. Uh, Joel does not drop the ball. So I could not more highly recommend Joel uh, to every one of our listeners uh, for any of their clients or for their own needs because he is, he is truly excellent. And if you are looking to work with a lender like Joel, uh, whether it's you want to partner with them as an agent or you're a buyer or seller and you just need help with your own purchase or refinance. Joel, what's the best way uh, one of our listeners should reach out to you? They can literally give a phone call. I'm literally, be, you'd be shocked that the number of phone calls that I've gotten and I've just taken some time and actually replied and got them on the phone. They just wanted to know questions and I just helped them, even if it wasn't us getting business. So uh, I give out my direct office line. It's been the same for over 15 years and it's 773-654-2049. You can leave a voicemail, let them know. Joel, I have a question for you. Joel, I have a buyer. I have a scenario. And let's just see if I can help you no matter what state you're in. We're less licensed in all 50 states. 
Or you can email Joel directly at joel at rate.com. It's an easy email to remember, joel at rate.com. So, well, it's Liz, perfect time to wrap up this. Joel, once again, thank you. You've been on our show for years and years providing value uh, for all of our listeners and viewers as we continue to grow we'll, and we'll continue to love to have you on the show. So on behalf of the audience, we want to say, as always, thank you to Joel. On behalf of Joel and myself to the audience, we want to say thank you for listening. We ask all of our viewers and listeners to do two quick things. Number one, tell a friend. Think of one other agent that could benefit from hearing uh, from uh, wonderful guests we have like Joel and send them a link to our podcast. Send them over to our website, keepingitrealpod.com, keepingitrealpod.com. And the second thing is follow us on Facebook. We post every single episode. We, 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 we record right there on Facebook. We also, every day, find an article online specifically for agents to grow their business and we post it. And that's all we post, nothing but good content. So find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash keeping it real pod. And Joel, once again, thank you. Thank you. And uh, we will see you next month. Thank you so much for having me on.